Welcome to the Plenteous Redemption Podcast, where the cross and the culture are on a collision course for discussion. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require signs, the Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. Under the Jews a stumbling block, under the Greeks foolishness, but under them which are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Now, here's your host, Thomas Irvin. Welcome back to the Plenteous Redemption Podcast. I'm excited to be back here with you. Got another ministry update for the month of March. Can't believe it's already March. March is gone. Can't believe it's already April 2023. Um, It's been a busy, busy, busy few weeks and few months for us. Uh, I'm sure it has been for you also. There's so much to do for the Lord. Surely, surely we're all very busy for the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I'll spare you the, uh, the description of all my woes and all my troubles. Uh, which I had to do some rearranging in the office. Uh, got it, I got it sort of set back up. <laughs> Still got a little work to do on that that end, but I'm excited to bring you another ministry update. And it is appointed unto men once to die, and after this, the judgment. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that took that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation, that would be Hebrews 9, verses 27 through 28. The book of Hebrews is an incredible book. I really enjoy that book. But we salute you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the reason we're all here. It's the reason we all know each other. It's the reason we all fellowship. reason you're even concerned with this video or the audio or the prayer letter or or whatever format you you receive our materials. Uh, It's... as far as I know, it's it's all because of the Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, and we sure thank Him for that. Thank Him for being so good to us, and being concerned about us, and and for doing so much for us. And uh, we just we thank the Lord for it. So uh, February and March have been filled with professions of faith. <laughs> uh, that that really has to be. Uh, I, I believe Pastor Paul counted the other day the pastor of Independent Masaka Independent Baptist Church. Um, he he totaled up around 30 professions of faith in the month of February collectively every everyone together praise the lord i mean it's the the only effectual substance in the air is the gospel otherwise it's unclear how we have come to be blessed with such a consistent harvest uh, but we are thankful responses of this sort provide great motivation for our hard working church members and we praise the lord for his increase uh, we've got some people who have been laboring hard and they get discouraged, you know. They try not to, but they get discouraged at the lack of, you know, results, whatever, whatever that means. And we try to convince ourselves the only result is to please God by preaching the gospel. We we, we 
try and keep that type of attitude, but it's not always easy. <laughs> um, sometimes it's difficult. You you want to see the Lord move. You want to see the Lord do something, and uh, and and you know you're, it, it's a tremendous blessing when He does. And so when you see a movement like this, we don't know where it came from or how it happened, other than we just have people who have been sowing and plowing and planting and watering and just laboring uh, uh, faithfully and relentlessly. And, and so praise God, it's, it's a blessing. Now, an example of the response to the gospel we have seen here recently can be illustrated by the events of Sunday, tw- uh, 12 March, 2023. I was privileged to preach both Sunday school and Sunday morning messages. I preached about the future reign of King David. Now, you can be certain in normal circumstances, that preaching about the future return of David to sit on the throne of Israel in the millennial kingdom would not lead people to Jesus Christ. <laughs> it would have little to no, no bearing on, on the salvation of souls. And so with that in mind, as the sermon began, I noted that this was not to be the type of sermon that, that would bring lost souls to the altar for salvation. I was wrong was very wrong. Three souls made professions of faith in Jesus Christ that morning. Now, again, this is the working of the Lord. It's not, it wasn't me. It's not, I'm not, I'm not pointing at me as the, as the reason or the cause, or uh, I preach the word of God. It's just, my, my point is, it was not the type of sermon you would expect to convict lost souls to come to the altar and trust in Jesus Christ. Though there's some, there are some ideas in there that might make you feel like, you know, if I don't trust in Jesus, I'm going to get left out. I don't get to be a part of the kingdom. I don't get to uh, rule and reign with Christ. I mean, we talked about a lot of, a lot of things in that sermon that are, that are very important. Uh, and if you're interested in it, you can find it on our website at plenteousredemption.media, where our, all our audio and video is hosted. Um, but it, it's, it was a blessing to see the response, but it was surprising to see the response. And, and you know, it, it was, we were just praising the Lord that, uh, three, three, three souls made professions of faith in Jesus Christ that morning, and five others who had recently trusted the Lord were baptized. This is a great example of the vast gulf of understanding between the Lord's use of a sermon and man's use of a sermon. You just don't know what the Lord's going to do with it, so you got to trust. You got to trust Him. Trust Him. Be faithful to preach what He said to preach, and trust Him to use it the way He sees fit. And and uh, man, it's exciting to see. Now, Kristen continues to teach the ladies from Masaka Independent Baptist Church at our home. Through this teaching, the ladies' Sunday school and the ladies' Sunday school class on Sunday mornings, many have grown spiritually. Kristen and Miss Sally Stenses teach the ladies' Sunday school class, and as of late, they have begun including Ugandan ladies in the teaching ministry. We are blessed to see growth and a renewed focus on spiritual truth. And uh, I, I didn't put this in the newsletter, but I've got a, a handful of guys that are uh, helping me teach the Sunday school class at, at, in the men's, um, you know, Sunday school class. And um, we're to a point where soon I'll be backing out of it completely, and it'll, it'll be just left up to the Ugandan men who are there. We're, we're going to be adding a man, a man that, um, uh, well, I, I hope we'll be adding a man, Lord willing, we'll be adding a man that, that will be helping with the preaching and teaching on Sunday morning for Sunday school. Um, I haven't talked to him yet. I, I I think he'll say yes, but I'm not sure. Um, he might be hesitant about about joining. But the goal is to have, if we can put it this way, a stable of men 
who who are experienced and and capable and prepared to teach the word of God anytime the pastor is away, anytime something happens, any, anytime they're needed, they can be called upon uh, to teach or to preach God's word. And uh, that that's so important to have, and it's such an a necessary aspect of training men in the ministry and, and building them up and teaching them how to study God's word and how to present it. It's one thing to study it and then stand in front of a group of people and have to present it and make sense of it. So praise the Lord, we, we have a good group of, of men here who can do that. And they're doing it very well. They love the Bible. They study. They're, you know, they, ha- they have some depth to their teaching. It's exciting. It's a blessing. And so, uh, Lord willing, here soon, I'll be backing out of that. Uh, I'm going to teach all the way through probably Matthew 25. I'm going to help. And then I'll, I'll teach Matthew 24 and 25 exclusively. Um, it just It's full of ideas that they, that they need some clarification on and need, need some... Um, you know, a little more detailed presentation on, so I'm going to try and spend the time to do that with them. And then after that, I'll be turning it over to Ugandan men exclusively. And so um, if you would pray about that, that'd be a tremendous blessing. Now, March 30th and 31st, the brethren and I went out to the village of Chasenya. And for some reason, I struggle with with pronouncing the name of this village. Um, it's, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's just, just I, I want to say Chasanya every time, but it's Chasenya. And so you got to get that vowel structure correct in Luganda. They they pronounce their vowels differently. Now, if you're, Engli- if you're an English reader and you're at home reading this, you probably thought it was Chasenya. <laughs> and it's not. It's Chasenya. Chasenya. You got to get that E, E, the E. All right. So anyways, this was an extension of our village public ministry and the Lord blessed our efforts. The church in Chasenya, currently called Katwe Baptist Church, is a new church plant. They have been meeting faithfully under a tarp strapped to a few poles attached to a house. How's your church building doing? <laughs> if you see the picture, uh, if you look at, if you go and see our prayer letter, you'll see the picture of these people, and um, they love it. They're there. They're faithful. Praise the Lord. Uh, that that doesn't stop them. Now it has it has um, it is posing an issue. That that they all need to resolve. It's not something we want to just take care of for them. But um, but but you'll see as we continue to read. The church at Chasenya, currently called Katwe Independent Baptist Church, is meeting under this tarp. This church may have reached a point where they need a church building. A goodly number of people attend, but they have lost some. It seems they couldn't get past the lack of a building. To make matters worse, the local charismatic groups have used this detail as a tool for recruitment. They visit the attendees of Katwe Baptist Church and pressure them to switch churches using their established building as a lure. Regarding, regardless of this difficulty, the brethren remain faithful. They have installed new poles on the backside of the, ho- of the same house, creating a larger space. They need a few more poles and nails to prepare for iron sheets. And Brother Keith will help, help them purchase the, the, these iron sheets. I'm going to send them the money necessary to finalize their work. This will serve as a conducive temporary meeting place. Please pray the Lord will provide them with some land and a goodly place to assemble in the future. Now, there's no rush. Um, th- this growing process is is part of the the building of the church, building the character of the church. When they go through this together, it it kind of weeds out the lighthearted and and uh, creates a core foundation of people who who all participate in going through these difficulties 
and and they become so invested in the church that it builds a good strong church with good character of people who are who are in it for the long for the long haul. That way, when the short timers come around later, they have a good example to look to of people who have been there, who went through the hard times. You know, and when I think back to my home church or or any church that I've attended, those people who have been there a long time, you know, they they've been around to see and to go through the difficulty of the growth of a church. And and you just tend to have this um, this extra level of respect for them. So so they're going through that right now. It's a good thing for them. As for our time there, the Lord was good. Musumba, Musumba means pastor in Luganda. Musumba uh, Sebanja, the man ultimately responsible for leading the church plants in this area, is a taskmaster. Man, he, he, he works us hard every time we go out there. On the first day, Thursday the 30th, we fellowshiped together around the Word of God. I taught them through Jonah chapter 3. Their responses were blessed, and the Word of God helped us all. It was a blessing. Jonah 3 is, uh, is a tremendous passage, and uh, we really enjoyed it. Their responses were blessed, and the Word of God helped us all. For After four hours of Bible teaching, we had lunch together. When lunch finished, we spread over five villages and trading centers and preached the gospel for four hours. We had a wonderful time serving the Lord together. That night, we had the opportunity to sleep in our new tent, which was brought to us from the U.S. The next day, around 5 a.m., the rain began and was relentless, which we praise the Lord for that new tent. <laughs> um, that The new tent is it's heavy-duty. It it's a, it's a heavy-duty camping tent. It, it's a blessing. It was very good. Our old one was wearing out fast. It just couldn't hold up to the... Uh, the beating it was taking as we go out and 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 stay in in the village, uh, but this new one, Lord willing, will last a good long while. In Uganda, especially in the village, rain shuts everything down. Therefore, it was a great time of fellowship and spending time together. And we did. We we you know a few of us hung out in the tent. Others hung out in other places with uh, you know the pastors that were there. And Musumba Sebanja brings quite a few people uh, to to fellowship and be a part of all this. Uh, he, he's got the ability to to raise up people who are who will follow him, who are excited to participate in the work. That's why it's such a joy to work with him on on these uh, church plants that he's got going out in in his area, out in the Embedizi area. And so um, we just spent time together, just hung out and fellowshipped, and until we had to go, and um, then we packed up and we and we left. Now, over the two days, eleven people made professions of faith in Jesus Christ, which is always a blessing. Uh, we packed up in the rain on Friday around midday to head back to Masaka. That evening, Musumba Sebanja had a tent meeting of sorts. We received the report that numerous people came and stayed for the preaching until 9 p.m. They said that they came, they preached till 9 p.m. The preaching was over and people just stayed. <laughs> they they didn't leave. They they just hung out and um and and didn't leave. And so it was a good time, again, for them to have fellowship and get to know these people and these people to get to know the church. Uh, one of the struggles they have is not having, they, they relayed to me, one of the struggles they have is not having a church building. It, it, it has caused some people there to, to slightly mistrust them because the church building is a, is a, is a tarp on the front of a house. And, uh, and now, the, you know, a church starting under a tarp in Uganda is common. That's not it's not uncommon for that to happen. It happens often. Um, but in this particular area, they're a bit more mindful of it. And, and it, it seems to be 
somewhat of a struggle. So so pray for them as they continue to get this church plant organized. It, it's a blessing. It's going well. The brother that's heading it up uh, is a good brother. Great, is a very good soul winner. And um, you know, it's it's exciting to see they're they're growing. They're doing very well. It's 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 having its difficulties, but they're plowing through those difficulties. Um, that's that's a blessing to see. That's what the the church. It, it needs to go through some of those things. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to open my mouth and say that it needs, you know, much trouble. But a little bit of trouble is is good to help the people, you know, come together. Um, I don't like trouble, so you know, it's something where you got to be careful what you say. <laughs> the Lord might uh, test you out, and um, and and I don't want the Lord to test me out. <laughs> the Lord's been good to us. I like it that way. <laughs> uh, so. My family and I drove to Kampala early in March for an airport run. Kristen's dad and stepmother visited us for two weeks. Uh, we were blessed to have them with us. They were so excited to see the grandchildren. Imagine that. They didn't come to see Uganda, and they didn't come to see me, and they, they might have come to see Kristen a little bit, but they wanted to see the grandbabies. And uh, we got some great pictures. They got to spend some really good, good time with the kids. And uh, um, my father-in-law helped us tremendously. Uh, Adrian's going through his, his, um, um, overly attached to mommy stage, if we can put it that way. (laughs) And so, uh, he's fine with me, but anybody else that comes around and and wants to hold him or, or we try to pass him off to him, he just starts crying and, and, uh, he, he acts like life is over if mommy's not around. Even with me, you know, many times, I mean, he just, he loves his mama. I love her too. And, you know, I cry a little bit when she leaves the room, but but he cries a lot when she leaves the room. And so, um, so Dale, my my father in law, just sat with him patiently and held him and just let him cry it out. And uh, praise the Lord, it um, it didn't completely cure him. Maybe he needed a little bit more time, but man, he, he's he's doing far better than he was. And so, uh, pray with us that we have the patience to deal with our little cry baby, which. You know, I can't have a son who's a crybaby, so he's got to get over it. So <laughs> I'd appreciate your help praying about that. Um, video and telephone calls do not compare to the value of face-to-face companionship. Furthermore, my family spends an overwhelming part of their time in our home. It's just the nature of the ministry here. It was a blessing for my wife to spend time with her father and have adult conversations. In mid-March, we received the news that Adrian's visa paperwork was completed. Uh, please continue praying. We'll need to renew all our all four visas, my work permit, permit and my family's dependent passes in just a few months. Um, it, this is one of the difficulties for us here in Uganda. We do have we do serve under an NGO status, which is a blessing, but it's also a bit painful because it you know it's just it's difficult for our situation, and so. Uh, we have to make sure that we do what is necessary to maintain that NGO as as an as an organization that's collectively all the missionaries in Uganda, all the BIMI missionaries in Uganda. And um, but the problem that we have right now is that the NGO is is near to expiration, and they're going through the process of of you know renewing it, which which we have to do every so many years, four or five years, three or th- three to five years, something like that. It I believe it changes arbitrarily from time to time just the way it is. And so uh, the problem is that our individual work passes are are attached to that, that NGO status. So as the NGO, uh, the our NGO status 
moves closer to expiration in the process of renewal, they limit the amount of time that our dependent passes can be renewed. So I'm, I'm at a point where my family and I, we need to renew our dependent passes, but we're within like a year or less of our NGO status expiring. So they're probably only going to give us a six month uh, dependent pass. It, it'll be less than that one year mark or, or within that range at least. Um, so we'll renew our visa, our, our dependent passes and then immediately turn around and have to um, renew them again long-term after our NGO status is, is reestablished. But that, that's, you know, those are the fun things that come with being a missionary overseas and trying to exist legally in a country and, and, uh, and obey their laws and do what we can to, to get along there and preach the gospel there. It's just, just one of the difficulties. So if you pray about that, that we make sure we stay on top of all that and get all that done, I would sure appreciate it. Now, to close out this prayer letter, I want to add a note from Brother Gross uh, to those of you who sacrificed on his behalf. He is eternally thankful, but he has written a thank you in his own words. Now, Brother Gross is a blessing, and um, he's a very humble young man. Uh, in fact, tonight we have Bible school. He does translation work, and he's, he's been working next door and in the room next door doing translation work. And um, after his work is finished, he finishes at three, you know, his, his daily work on the translation work. And, um, and then Bible school starts at five. So he's got two hours. He walks back and forth from the church to, to home. So he just stays here and hangs out. And I pull up and he's just laying under a shade tree, taking a nap, <laughs> relaxing. Um, now, not slacking. Uh, he actually works very hard and probably needed that time of rest. And uh, so it's just, you know, there are a lot, my point is there are a lot of things he could have been doing, um, wasting time, you know, um, you know, you know, roaming the streets, you know, just, just there's so many things he could have been doing and he's just resting and preparing for this evening and, and, and the class that we'll have tonight. So uh, you keep praying for him. He's a, he's a, he's a good brother. I don't know what the Lord's going to do with him in the future. I'm, I'm so thankful to have him working on the, the translation process. He really is integral to it. Uh, he, he might be one of the most important figures in the process of the translation work. Uh, so, so you pray for him. But it, this is his thank you uh, to those of you who gave on his behalf. Daniel 2, verse 28, but there is a God in heaven. Greetings, brethren. I rejoice with all I am in the Lord. He has shown himself exalted and almighty through your sacrificial giving to me, my mother, and my siblings. I am sure there is no way I could have built a house for my mother to run to run to from a somewhat contentious environment if it weren't for our Lord, who has provided through you, my beloved. May the rich God abundantly bless and supply all your needs. No ink can express how thankful I am to my God for you all. Amen. And then he says, thank you dearly, Brother Rutabajisha Gross. His full name is Rutabajisha Gross Venner. So... Uh, we call him Gross for short, and he knows exactly what that means. So we, we've probably given him all the jokes about that that, that you can imagine, and uh, he takes it well. He's a blessing. So <laughs> um, we continue to pray for him, continue to pray for the ministry here. Uh, there's a lot I'd like to tell you. Uh, if you make prayer letters too long, people cry about it. So, you know, they, you know, they, they say to you, you better write prayer letters. 
but keep them short. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And don't say anything I don't like. (laughs) Like, well, could you give me a list? What is it you don't like? And uh, so it's a, it's a funny thing trying to make everybody happy in the Baptist world. How do you think that's going to go? So, uh, but those of you who support us, who read our prayer letters, who listen to the audio, who so many of you have just been so encouraging and um, you've been such a blessing and, and it's a help to me. It's exciting. Um, my goal is to honor and glorify the Lord Jesus Christ in any way that I can. And all of this is part of that. Um, you know, I, I'm not an entertaining person. I don't have an entertaining personality, um, which would make a podcast and videos a bit awkward to do. I struggled with the video part for a long time because I couldn't get past the idea of sitting down and filming myself. <laughs> uh, but the feedback has been tremendous. Uh, it's been a blessing for me. It, it, it keeps me teaching, keeps me studying, keeps me reading, keeps me writing. Uh, just It keeps me on my toes, keeps me doing a lot of things that I really enjoy to do. And all that is aside from preaching the gospel, training men, teaching Bible school, teaching TBI, um, all the other things that we have going on here. Um, we, we really have a tremendous life here. The Lord's been very good to us. Uh, but we have a lot of things going on. I've got some announcements coming up in the future that I'll be excited to tell you about. But you have to keep coming back and wait for those uh, in order to hear about those. Got to find some way to entice you. You don't come back because of my joyful personality. So there has to be something that's going to entice you to come back. So uh, we have some exciting things to talk about in the future. This month will uh, give us clear direction on those things or, or at least some foundational information to be able to provide you with a, a good update regarding some some things the Lord's doing through us that we're excited about. And uh, so we, we thank God for you. Uh, I, I praise the Lord for you. I hope what we produce here is a help to you and a, and a benefit and a blessing and, and uh, that it challenges you. Of course, you may not agree with it all. That's okay. Um, that I'm not looking to make everybody agree with me, but I do hope that I make you think and I hope I make you dig deeper. And, um, and I hope these updates are a blessing to you and an encouragement and that it, that it, you know, it spurs you uh, to, to want to serve the Lord and get involved in the ministry. Anyways, that, that's all for now. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for listening and God bless you. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can learn more about our ministry by visiting www.plenteousredemption.com. You can hear more Plenteous Redemption podcast audio at www.plenteousredemption.media. Please comment below if this podcast has been a help to you. Also, inform us of future topics that would interest you. Thank you again for listening to the Plenteous Redemption podcast.